Hello, amazing parents, and welcome to Parenting with Psychology. I'm Dr. Lindsay Emerson. I'm a clinical psychologist, parenting coach, and mother of four, and I'm here to teach you actionable psychology-based parenting tools from my 5Cs Parenting Framework to help you master any parenting situation. Thanks for joining me today. At Parenting with Psychology, we believe amazing parenting means becoming intentional in your parenting and proactive in learning skills to help you parent more effectively in a way that best fits your unique parent-child dynamic. Before we dive into today's tips, let's take a moment to add a positive spin to our parenting and think about a time when you utilized your parenting toolbox to have a win with your family this week. I'll share one of mine with you. One of my kiddos frequently carries what I think is way too much at a time when setting the table. Thankfully, they rarely have mishaps, but the other day they had a spill and broke a glass bowl. Rather than saying what I was thinking, which was something like, see, you always carry too much and now you broke a bowl, I said, oops, that may have been a two-tripper. Can I help you clean up the glass? That's what responding in a non-judgmental manner and offering supportive feedback looks like. My child already knew they had messed up. Saying anything more was not necessary or helpful. It takes extra effort on your part to pause and tuck away any negative feelings and choose to respond in a supportive manner, but the benefits to your child's self-esteem, growing independence and willingness to try new things, and comfort with discussing sensitive matters with you are completely worth it. And it really makes you feel like an amazing parent. Okay, now let's move on to today's parenting tips. This episode is titled Unconditional Positive Regard, the key to showing your child you love them even when they make mistakes. How does your child know that you love them? One day when they're older, your child will reflect back on their childhood and remember all the times you told them you love them. They'll remember when you showed them you love them by lending a helping hand or offering comfort and support. They'll remember all the times you cooked for them or shuttled them around to friends' houses and activities. They'll remember the times that you gave them something just because you thought they'd really like it. And they'll remember all the times you treated them with unconditional positive regard. What is unconditional positive regard? It's a concept popularized by humanistic psychologist Carl Rogers in the 1950s that involves accepting and valuing individuals without judgment or conditions. Unconditional positive regard means fostering a non-judgmental environment, focusing on acceptance, respect, and support. It's a key element in my parenting philosophy and falls under the communication category in my 5Cs parenting framework. Check out parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash one and parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash two in case you missed the episodes where I talked about the five C's and my parenting philosophy. It's easy to support your child when they're having good behavior, but what about when their behavior is less than ideal? When they've gotten angry and hit their sibling, when they've tried to carry too much to the table and spilled their cereal all over the floor and broken the bowl, when they've gotten frustrated and torn up their homework. It's normal to find these types of behaviors upsetting as a parent. It's normal that your first reaction may be to think, how could you? Or I told you not to do that. Or you little. What's very important is that you don't say those things to your child. They deserve the same love and support from you during tough times that you show them during happy times. Nobody's perfect. Children are growing and learning how to handle their emotions and integrating so much new information every day. They are bound to make mistakes from time to time. You want your child to know that they can always count on you to love and support them no matter what mistakes they make along the way. 
Think about what a child who has unconditional positive regard from their primary caregiver would look like. They would feel more comfortable in their own skin and more accepted by the world. They would feel more confident and willing to try new things. They would be more open to discussing challenges they encounter or questionable events they experience with their parent. Their parent-child relationship would be strong. Now envision what a child without unconditional positive regard from their primary caregiver would look like. That's a sad thought. We brought these kids into the world, and we owe it to them to be their biggest cheerleaders. Now, unconditional positive regard does not mean excessively praising your child. We want our kids to develop a positive, yet realistic self-impression and a sense of competence, but not hubris. Hey, amazing parents. In addition to my solution-focused masterclasses, I offer a full Parenting with Psychology course specific to your child's age group. It's the best way to learn everything you need to know to become an amazing parent. You'll learn all of my psychology-based tools customized to your child's age group to help you feel more confident and capable in your parenting. Parents wanting to be more intentional in their parenting will love this in-depth strategic approach to parenting guided by the 5Cs framework. Go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash courses to join the waitlist so you'll hear as soon as my full course is available. I'll look forward to guiding you on your amazing parenting journey. Of how you can be sure you're using unconditional positive regard. Example one, your child has gotten angry and hit their sibling. You think to yourself, how could you? But instead, you say, sweetie, I see you're very upset, but it's never okay to hit. I love you and I know that you're a good person. Let's talk about some better ways to handle those strong emotions you're feeling, and then we'll check in with your brother. Example two, your child carried way too much on the way over to the breakfast table and spilled their cereal all over the floor. And the bowl broke. You think to yourself, I told you not to do that. But instead, you say, oh gosh, you were trying so hard to get to breakfast. Can I help you clean that up? Maybe next time this will be a two-trip kind of meal. Example three, your child got frustrated with their homework and tore the papers in half. You think, you little, but instead you say, let's take a break from homework. You're a bright kid, but learning new things is challenging and can feel overwhelming at times. We'll come back to this later and figure out how to resolve this situation. In each of these examples, you're letting your child know that the specific behavior they exhibited, hitting, carrying too much, or tearing their homework, is not okay. But you're making it clear that your child is still good. You may be disappointed in the outcome, but you're not disappointed in them. Everybody makes mistakes as they learn and grow, and those mistakes don't make you a bad person. If you remember nothing else from this episode, remember that... You may feel disappointed by a specific behavior or the outcome of a situation, but this is very different from telling your child that you're disappointed in them. This concept is important for all children, but especially important for children who are more sensitive to feedback. If you have a child who either gets very quiet and solemn or very defensive and reactive when they make a mistake, they may be especially sensitive to feedback. It's important to use concise and non-judgmental feedback with them to prevent a relatively small incident from feeling like a catastrophe to them. Without negative judgment, your child is still learning what they need to learn from these life experiences to continue to grow into caring, responsible, and independent adults. They're also learning that they can come to you whenever something bad happens to them, and you will show them love and support without judgment. That will come in very handy if they ever run into trouble during those tricky teenage years. And just think about how well this approach will set you up for a wonderful lifelong relationship with your child.
All that is on top of building your child's internal sense of self-esteem and self-confidence that I mentioned earlier. Now let's focus on resilience for a minute. Resilience refers to a child's ability to adapt, cope, and bounce back from challenges, setbacks, or adversities that they may encounter. Are there resilient children who did not experience unconditional positive regard as children? Absolutely. Do I think a child is more likely to become a resilient child when raised with unconditional positive regard? Absolutely. Life is full of challenges. Knowing they always have you in their corner as an emotional safety net can go a long way in helping kids overcome those challenges. Let's raise our kids to be resilient by showing them unconditional positive regard. My challenge for you this week is to try to catch yourself the next time something unfortunate happens in your home, then take a slow, deep breath while you pause and think about how you can respond in a non-judgmental manner. Offer feedback in a supportive way. See the difference in how your child reacts to the event and see the difference in the mood around the event. Show yourself some grace because changes take time. But each time you make a conscious choice to respond to the behavior rather than judge your child, you'll start to see a step in the right direction for their sense of self and your relationship with them. Good luck, amazing parents. Using unconditional positive regard to guide communication with your child is part of the communication category in my 5 C's parenting framework. To find more episodes in this category, use the category search menu from the show notes for today's episode at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 25. Oh, and if you like the idea of getting intentional about your parenting and focusing on how you communicate with your children, you may be interested in learning more about my 5 C's Parenting Framework and continuing your amazing parenting journey with my free boot camps. Find a boot camp specific to your child's age and save your spot today at parentingwithpsychology.com slash bootcamps. Okay, amazing parents, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks for being here, everyone. Join me next week to talk about the importance of maintaining a consistent bedtime across all ages of your child's development. Until then, keep up the good work on your amazing parenting journey. You can follow Parenting with Psychology and sign up to receive my weekly newsletter at parentingwithpsychology.com tips to be sure you don't miss any of my new tips. My weekly tips are available to read on my website, to listen to on your favorite podcast player, or to watch on YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me more regularly and join the Parenting with Psychology community, follow Parenting with Psychology on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It would mean the world to me if you would take a moment to rate and review this episode to help it become more visible to other parents. Finally, a quick legal disclaimer. Please note that the advice provided in this episode is different than therapy and does not serve as a substitute for professional psychological treatment or other types of professional advice or intervention. If you or your child have concerns or need further parenting or personal support, please contact a physician or other qualified local health professional. See you next week, amazing parents.